0: On today's episode of Refill and Chill, I will be going over a little bit of sports, TV, music, and movies. Talking about Blink-182 being back, um, American Horror Story NYC, Halloween Ends, and more. Uh, We follow up and end the episode with the three big gulps. Tune in. Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you're listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned to the end of the pod for a preview of my new mix, Bangerade, Volume 2. Consume responsibly. I need a refill. <laughs> Welcome back to another Refill and Chill. I am your host, Dylan Fields, and it's time. We are back for a full-fledged original episode no star wars no marvel just me let's get to it so guys a lot's been going on lately um obviously if you've been paying attention in the sports world uh browns suck um nothing i can change about that just waiting for the season to be over at this point. point first year season ticket holder uh had some ups and some downs going to the games mostly downs but we'll move on from that guardians Came up short in the MLB World Series playoffs. Um, Currently, the World Series, as I'm recording, is 1-1. Phillies and Astros tied. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are back, baby. The East runs through Cleveland. We are currently 5-1, and and the Cavaliers are just electrifying to watch. This might be one of the most fun teams I've ever watched um, in my Cleveland fandom history. Aside from maybe the 2016 run, um, but I think this team is more fun to watch just all around. Um, Enough of sports, though. Um, TV, guys, I've been keeping up with American Horror Story NYC. This is the 11th season of American Horror Story, and this is just how Ryan Murphy's been doing it lately. He is more sex positive, more LGBTQ positive and this whole season is about a serial killer coming after none other than gay males in New York City in the 1980s. So far, so good. I don't mind the uh, like the idea of it because, I mean, love is love, as we've known for a a long time, Um, you know, being a heterosexual male who's comfortable with my sexuality, comfortable with my life. I don't mind watching this and feeling uncomfortable. Um, I don't feel uncomfortable watching it. It's no other than a male and a female kissing or whatever. But I do love a good serial killer. And I think that this is brilliant. Something that wouldn't be touched on much in media. So it's pretty cool to see this. Um, It's also tying in the HIV uh, epidemic. And when they just didn't know much about it in the 80s. So great show so far. Tune in if you haven't watched it. Um, There's already four episodes out on Hulu, and it's every week on FX. Um, I did want to mention She-Hulk, but I'm going to save that for Marvel Monday. It should already be out now. Um, So check that out. Andor, I talk about that on Star Wars Saturday. So if you are curious on what's going on in the Star Wars world, head over to my Star Wars Saturday episodes. The final thing I wanted to talk about with what I've been watching on TV is the Jeffrey Dahmer Show, also created by Ryan Murphy. Um, A lot of elements I've noticed in NYC were also in Dahmer. Uh, Spoiler warning for anybody who's not seen Dahmer, this is also about a serial killer targeting gay males. Now, I don't know if that was his original intent or if he just wanted to feel loved and the people that he just so happened to kill were the people who he thought could love them, but didn't. Um, but um, just overall, Evan Peters does a great job portraying Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I enjoyed every episode of this show. Definitely was creepy to go back in and learn a little more than I would have learned from like m- the movie, my friend Dahmer and just personal research. Uh, there was some product placement that I wanted to bring up. As you know, product placement is my favorite part of marketing. We got to see a bunch of Budweiser and Coke, um, you know, placements. And for those of you who don't know, product placement is um, marketing without marketing. It's you know free marketing to these companies like Budweiser and Coke, who they may not have to actually pay. Ryan Murphy's production team to place that in the show but it's going to get people to want to drink it because they're seeing it on the screen it's just smart marketing marketing if you call it um one of my favorite parts uh moving on to film this is going to be a fun little section here um werewolf by night it is halloween um I did just cover this in Marvel Monday, so check out that episode um, if you want to learn more. Hocus Pocus 2 was great. I don't agree with some of the critics who are saying it outdid Hocus Pocus 1. Um, I do have a hard time with these sequels that come out 15, 20 years later. Because um, Hocus Pocus is a cult classic. You know, It's like hard to replace those. But great movie. Disney+. Plus. Check it out. Now, Halloween ends. Last year, you'll remember that my friend Emery and I covered Halloween Kills. And we, you know, we rated it pretty decent. Wasn't horrible. Halloween ends. It was time for it to end. I had high hopes coming into this. You know, they screwed up the sequel. How could they screw up an ending? And they totally did just that. Um, Spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen it. The entire movie barely had Michael in it for more than maybe 30 minutes. I don't think his screen time even reached over 30 minutes. <clears throat> um, the movie didn't even follow Michael. It was following this new character named Corey who just showed up for the final movie. And it was more focused on him than anything. Um, yes, we did get Lori and Michael's big end and big revenge at the final scene. Um... But other than that ending, it was mostly about a whole new character. So Jeff definitely disappointing. Um, was not my favorite movie to watch this Halloween season. Um, I'll probably scrap these uh, sequel and third film of the new series. Um, I did like the original uh, 2018 sequel. But the second and third movie of this trilogy was not great. Uh, moving on to music. Before I dive into my Spotify listens right now, I did want to point out that Blink-182 is back, baby. Um, They announced their comeback at the beginning of the month, and they announced their tour right away. So, my buddies and I, we've already got our tickets lined up for May of 2023. And Edging is their new single. Um, Currently waiting for more to come out or any more ideas in regards to their next album, Um, but edging is fun. It's fun to see Tom DeLonge back on the tracks. Uh, Hard to shake the feeling that he's still a part of Angels and Airwaves, though, when I hear him singing on the tune. Um, It's just when you hear Mark come in that you really realize, oh, yeah, he's back. But um, Taylor Swift's new Midnight album came out, and it is, as you'd expect, to be great. Uh, listened to it a few times through now, and some favorites of mine are Karma, Maroon, and Anti Hero. Uh, I recently got back into Russell Dickerson. I kind of hated him for a while, but we saw him live recently, my girlfriend and I. And some big hits I like from him now are I Wonder and Big Wheels. Um, Flowrider and Walker Hayes, the unexpected collab of the year with High Heels. If you haven't heard High Heels, it is fun. Um, Walker Hayes references. Applebee's and Fancy Leg a couple times. It's funny. It's catchy. It's great. Nickelback is back, baby. Never gave up hope on Nickelback. Um, They've got a few singles out right now. San Quentin's a little heavier, like their older stuff. And they've got this new one called Those Days. Reminds you of a This Afternoon photograph. uh, Gotta Be Somebody type feel. It's great. And that's pretty much all I've been listening to on Spotify recently, other than some throwbacks. I've been listening to a lot of Pearl Jam lately. Might just be the fall vibe, but... Uh, and finally, podcasting. Always, always, always listening to Pardon My Take. Friends from Work, which is a Marvel podcast. All the new rock stars podcasts like Rogue Theory, Inside Marvel, Wookiee Leaks, Big Question... <coughs> One of my more recent podcasts I've been listening to is "Busting with the Boys with Will Compton and Taylor Lu- Luan. Um, it's a football podcast from Barstool Sports as well, along with Pardon My Take, uh, two current-slash-former NFL players talking to football, and I love it. And Foreplay, the golf podcast of Barstool Sports. been listening to that a lot. I really enjoy my podcasting, as you guys all know. Um, that's typically what I do most days. I don't get much into music um, other than maybe like on Fridays when I listen to the new stuff coming out. <laughs> but it um, feels good to be back, everybody. Uh, doing a lot of soul searching with the podcast world. You know, we do Star Wars Saturday every week, which is my favorite time and my favorite podcast of the week. Um, and there was some clarity that hit me. Um, I've been on Reddit lately talking with people trying to figure out how to grow podcasts and you know a lot of it reflects on me and how much time I put into this and you know there's been qu- <clears throat> questions brought up by outsiders you know most of your episodes are Star Wars, Why not just make your podcast a Star Wars podcast That's always an option and I always can do that. I've just always never wanted to sell myself short of only limiting myself to one topic um. But that might come in the future. You know, I've always wanted to grow and expand Refill and Chill to become more than just one show. Um, Refill and Chill could take on other shows eventually, um, but that's more in you know the future. This is still in the drawing board phase. But I do thank everybody who's been by my side and who has been listening for now two years. Been doing this since twenty twenty COVID baby. <clears throat> Let's take it to the ad break. When we come back, we've got the three big gulps. As always, Anchor is free. Check out Anchor.fm if you are looking to start your own podcast. Okay, it's now time for my DC rewatch. Um, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but guys, I finally caved and I said, you know what? If James Gunn is going to be the new Kevin Feige of the DC, It's time for me to buy back in. I sold all my shares. I said I was done. But then I saw Peacemaker. And Peacemaker was great. Then I saw The Batman. And both Peacemaker and The Batman combined were the best comic book pieces to come out this year. Beat Marvel. I have to say it. It beat Marvel. Head over to Marvel Monday where I trash She-Hulk. I've gone back and I started my DC rewatch with starting from the Batman, original Batman, with Michael Keaton. And I'm going through and I'm watching everything. I'm currently on Wonder Woman, but I did skip a couple. I got too excited. So I did watch the Snyder Cut. I did watch both Suicide Squads, Shazam, um, Batman versus Superman, Man of Steel. I've seen all the Dark Knights and I've seen all the Batmans. So now I'm caught up, except um, some of the side pieces like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Birds of Prey. Wonder Woman 1984, and the Black Adam film that just dropped. Um, I asked the question, is James Gunn going to revive the DCEU? Yes, I think James Gunn is the right person for this job. Um, there's a lot of question whether or not he can be the quote-unquote Kevin Feige of DC, and I think it can happen. Um, He's just so creative and I think he offers a lot to the table. So I'm very happy that James Gunn is doing this. He did create Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, the sequel to Suicide Squad. Um, and we all know that he was in charge of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and the newest Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special presentation. So um, hats off to him. Hopefully he's also been I'm sorry not to cut myself off, but he also was uh The director of the Scooby Doo live action movie. And somebody on Twitter had asked, you know, now that he runs the DC um, universe, can he bring back the live action Scooby Doo characters to have a DC, like um, Scooby Doo and Batman movie? Um, And as James Gunn says, you know, it's time to bring back the most powerful DC character ever, and that would be uh, Shaggy. So, more on that to come. Okay, it's now time for the three big gulps, uh, one of my favorite segments on this show. Let's get right to it. Number one, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, I mentioned this on my most recent Star Wars Saturday uh, with Mike Totorella and Brandon Park, but it was a little spoiler for you guys. Um, my favorite scary movie is Scream. I do love the idea of a masked killer with a knife just chasing around people and people running and running and running and falling and falling and um, falling. Just a great movie overall. It's a classic. Uh, number two, what is my favorite Blink song? So, as you guys should know, if you don't know already, Blink-182 is my forever favorite band. Um, been listening to them for a while now, mainly because of my good friend and former roommate, Emery. But uh, Blink-182 holds a lot of position in my heart. And my favorite song by Blink is Wishing Well. Um, I hope that um, their new album has more favorites to come. Number three, should filmmakers leave cult classics alone? Um, I threw this in here because it brings up a lot to talk about when you think about movies like Halloween, for instance, or Hocus Pocus that's been throwing in these new sequels and um, TV shows even, like when Full House brought back Fuller House. Um, And most recently, this is why I bring this up today, Um, Brian Cranston teased, or no, I'm sorry, Frankie Muniz teased that Malcolm in the Middle might have a reboot. And I just don't know how I feel about that. Malcolm in the Middle was perfect for its time. Um, that like late nineties, early two thousands, it was just perfect timing. I don't know how it would do today. I mean, it would definitely do well, just like, you know, some other shows that have rebooted. Um, But it's not going to be the same. And I just bring up the question should filmmakers and TV show producers leave these classics alone? Does it tarnish the reputation? Does it tarnish, you know, the original value? Um, My personal opinion is yes, it does mess with it a little bit. I don't think it ruins it because you can always go back to the original and remember what you had. Um, But um, I guess you could leave it at that. I did throw in a bonus question, but I want you guys to head over to my Marvel Monday episode to find this bonus uh, big gulp. So without all that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Refill and Chill. Um, It's good to be back. Missed all of you. Talk to you next time. Peace. Even when I knew I never could, know that I can't find nobody else as good as you. I need you to stay, need you to stay. First time, I get drunk, wake up. Give it up more than you can chew, can you taste it? Just face it, you didn't make it Give it up more than you can yeah. chew, can you taste it? I love you so The thing I told you that I never would have told you I you she'd I knew I never could But i nobody else as good as you I've been used, been used for the very first time Chill out umn